Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. As a bloke, you don't want to arrive early in the bedroom, hotel room, kitchen bench, spa bath, car, or wherever you are. But you do want to feel comfortable talking about a solution. Pilot.com.au, your online men's health navigator. Righto then, on this Monday morning, we're here for Brighton's Lawyers. The name you know, the lawyers you can trust, you can call Brighton's Lawyers on 1-800-848-848 or visit brightons.com.au. They are the people you go to. If you don't need them right now, just keep the number handy, 1-800-848-848 for legal advice down the track. On a Monday morning between 8 and 9, it is a privilege, a pleasure, an honour and we keep Brighton's lawyers just on standby in case something is said that gets us in trouble. Uh, Cameron Smith and Maddie John's in here to solve the world's problems. They're here every Monday thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. And, and normally rugby league is the, is the crux of a lot of our discussions, but both boys are in Olympic mode today. In fact, uh, Maddie John's has got the lycra on as well. He's uh, in full Olympics uh, <laughs> <laughs> mode. Matthew Johns, good morning. Welcome. Uh, good morning, Vossi. You know, you love it. And, and Cameron Smith. <laughs> Cameron Smith. Could, could, could Cameron Smith have been an Olympian? Was there something along the way? Did you have an Olympic dream, Cameron? Good morning to you. Good morning, Vossi. Um, I used to love watching the Olympics when I was a, a little fella. Um, still remember, was it Barcelona when they shot the flaming arrow? Arrow. Yes. Was that Barcelona? Yes, it I was. I think it was. Yep. That's 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 one of my um, favourite memory Olympic memory, um, yeah, from when I was a child. But um, I haven't really sort of considered playing in any sort of Olympic no, team no, sports so or individual sports. Yeah, your mm. career would have inspired people. But is there, you know, you've you've seen someone at Olympic level sort of inspire you. Gee, that'd be something. So I'll let well, you come I back think... to Cameron if you can't think of anything. Well, I ben think... Johnson. I think Ben ev- Johnson. I... <laughs> 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 Definitely not Ben Johnson. No. Oh, I, think, I think most Australians, I think when they... Well, particularly around my age, when you, when you think about Olympics and ins- inspiring moments is Cathy Freeman, isn't mm. it, in Sydney. Um, watching, watching her win the 400. You know, a lot of... We had a very strong swimming uh, team as well when I was a young fella. Susie O'Neill, Ian Thorpe. They were Grant, household names. Grant them, Hackett. Yeah. Yes. Oh, just amazing. But, um, yeah, I don't know if, if I'd ever take on swimming. Okay, Matty, as the kid growing up in Cessnock, you know, yep. and sporting family, was there an Olympic dream? Was there? Did you try your hand at a bit of shooting, archery, anything? Was there anything <laughs> that could have taken your fancy in the Olympics? I was thinking the other day that, I mean, me and Trish... Um, went for a bit of a walk on um, Saturday morning and about four k's in, I said to Trish, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> thought, <laughs> walking maybe. But, but seriously, when I was a uh, when oh, I was that a wasn't serious. Time, 
Yes. Yeah, I had a moment. I, like I remember, um, I was sitting at home, and I'm trying to I'm trying to remember which games it might have. Uh, you know, I reckon it was LA in '84, and watching John Sieben win, and uh, I think it was a hundred freestyle, and he beat the the West German Michael Gross, and I remember he, he just won it out of nowhere. And I remember that really did inspire me. I, and, I, and later on, I went back and I, I read the story about John Seaman. He was a real scallywag, apparently, trained by Laurie, Laurie Lawrence. And he used to enjoy having a beer and stuff like that. There's a great story. John, um, he asked Laurie Lawrence, he said, can I have a morning off training? You know, I'm turning 21 the next day. He said, yeah, yeah, of course. So John Seaman went out with his mates and uh, had a drink. And, and when he, he got home, went, you know, four o'clock in the morning, Laurie Lawrence woke him up and said, uh, morning. He said, I want you to run the 20Ks to the pool. He ran the 20Ks there. Laurie flogged him in the pool and he said, right, mate, now run home. And I remember just oh. thinking the whole John Seaven story just oh. really inspired me at, uh, yeah, so Johnny Seaven. <laughs> that element of the story. Uh, all elements. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm going to say, ran the Olympic nature the moment that I remember most was the actual announcement that Sydney got the games. Yes. Because it wasn't yeah. quite a clear-cut deal like Brisbane. It was very mm. much up in the air. And it's the middle of the night. What was it? Two? Was it three mm-hmm. in the morning? The, the announcement, actually. And the winner is Sydney. And I was you know, yes. Yes. Juan Antonio Semaranch. That was a moment. Maybe not as impactful for you, Cameron. But, Maddie, as someone yep. who lived in Sydney, that was mm. quite a night. Middle of the night. In yes. the dark. And suddenly people, you know, yelling out of their homes. Um, yep, set the alarm, got up and watched it. It was surreal because I remember China, Beijing were the favourites. I think it was Beijing to be favourites and they thought uh, Paris is smoky and we're the outsiders. And it was it was amazing. It really was. And, you know, like, it, it was fantastic. Like, you know, well done to Brisbane getting, um, getting the Olympics. But the reaction compared to when we got it in 2000, <laughs> when it was announced in 94, has been rather subdued, you could say. Yes. I don't know what that says about where the Olympics are now compared to where they were 20 years ago. We had about four representatives in the room and it was a little bit staged, it looked, didn't it? It, it looked yeah, it did. a little bit staged. We, I, think, I think Anastasia Palaszczuk, she knew that the Olympics were coming to Brisbane. No, but that's right. Yeah. We had the, we had the fireworks. Did you see the fire? We had all the yeah. fireworks and all the people in the city, so. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. Yeah, 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 well done, Kevin. <laughs> Taste of things to come. That's, that is absolutely fantastic. Now, look, just on a serious note for these competitors, watching our swimmers yesterday, yeah, mm. world record in the 4 by 100 We might have it again today, the 400 freestyle and all the rest. The Tunisian down, you know, lane number eight, the slowest qualifier into the final wins gold. All these sorts of things done, you know, essentially without the atmosphere of, you know, previously performing in front of, in, mm. in, it's going to be in the case in the 100-metre sprint, no one there. No yeah. one there. Cameron, you went through yeah. it last year as a rugby league player. How tough when you run out, empty stadium. I mean, you played yeah. one of the matches, best matches of my life last year against the Roosters. Mm. In front of no one. How good was yeah. that? How do you do it? How do you pull it off? Oh, it's strange. I remember when we first started playing uh, back from the, the break and in front of no crowds, and it, it was the strangest feeling um, with you know, no, not a soul in the stadium apart from um, those that are involved in the bubble. So, um, you know, you could hear the voices of the, all the players on the field, like echoing through the stadiums. Um, it, it really was quite strange. And, and for myself, a, a person that had been involved in the game for quite some time who had never played under those type of conditions... 
it was almost like you had to fire yourself up before the game to get going and, and be ready to start well because you usually feed off the atmosphere that the crowd provides, um, but that wasn't there. So that that's the interesting thing. Like looking at these sports now <clears throat> over in uh, the Olympics with, with zero crowd and thinking to when the 100-metre final happens and that starter's gun goes off, it's just going to be a very, very strange um sight to see with with no one there because that's that's really that that's the biggest mm. event of the olympics yeah. isn't it the 100 meter final yes um well, what, you know so it's just going to be so high jumpers and that they start clapping their hands and getting the crowd involved the <laughs> yeah. how do you replace yeah. that what do you what do you do i can't hear you maddie how do you do it how do you they're gonna have to get the fake crowd noise on the speakers i don't know something i don't know I don't know. Yeah. But the, the, yeah. at, least, at least with the swimming, um, I think we've seen – I was watching last night. The swimmers, like all the, the, the swim teams are there. So mm. they're allowed in the stadium. So at least they've got some sort of crowd there. Um, but they're not, allowed it's, to, it's, they're not allowed to shout. Not allowed to exhale, basically, part of the restrictions. Yeah. I'm, hearing, yeah. I'm hearing the whistles go off and the some sort of horns are going off. I don't know. Mm. That might be, that mm. might be coming through speakers. I'm, I'm not too sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is bizarre. It is bizarre. <laughs> it, it will be it, like as you said, when the big track and field events come around, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, it'll be really strange. And I can only imagine, you know, some of the things that uh, Sydney with Jai, Jai Tarima, you know, mm. with the triple jump, and it was just such a great atmosphere. I was there for when Morris Green won the hundred, and uh, Kathy Freeman in the semi final, and it was just. Man, one one of the greatest sporting events to go to, the excitement in the crowd. And I just, I, I really feel sorry for the competitors. People are getting their head around um, new events. I mean, for a lot of people, when they witness skateboarding yesterday, they say, oh, sorry, skateboarding's in the Olympics. It's, a, it's an Olympic sport. Skateboarding, Maddie? Olympic yeah. sport? I, I yes, think, no. Yeah, mate, I watched the three-on-three three basketball yesterday. I mean, why? I, I watched it and went, why? Like, you've got the, you've got basketball. Why do we have to have three-on-three three basketball? Uh, it, it was it was just so strange. And, uh, you know, they're trying to be contemporary. I, I get that. But breakdancing? I mean, break... I mean... Break dancing. I, I mean, I had a break dancing troupe in Cessna called the Street Beaters. But, you know, when I heard that there was going to be an Olympic sport, I went, holy doodle, I could have represented. I could have been in the LA 84. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Street Beaters. Yeah, I, I thought they just used to go around and bash people, but there you go. Um, <laughs> oh, we used to do that as well. Yeah, too. I mean? Well, it's Cessna. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, skateboarding, Cameron, you can have the final say. Olympic sport. Um,. Yeah, oh, look, it's it's. We seem to be adding new sports every year. Aren't we? Like, when's climbing, league going to get a go? It. Well, Throw I league in. Well, Rugby sevens is in. Like surfing's yeah. in. Golf, like every sport's in. Like put mm. get league in there, Matty. Yeah, well, league was going to be the. Um, it was going to be. They used to select a sport to be the exhibition sport, like a to sort of that the host mm. nation could select a, a sport to sell to the rest of the world. In in two thousand, yes. it was going to be rugby league. But uh, for whatever reason, as it got closer, I think it was. I think the tarnish went off when there was a Super League war, of course, and uh, everything yes. went on there, and it just just it didn't eventuate. 
All right, maybe one day the go. best kept secret in the sporting world, rugby league, will make its appearance on a on a massive stage. Uh, if you've got a question for Matty Johns or Cameron Smith, you can fire it in via the text zero four five seven. 736-736. The McDonald Jones open line is open. one 1170 And I've got a prize to give away too, fellas, uh, from our mates at techaholic.com.au. They have given us the Blue Ant Pump 2, valued at $169, mm. the world's smallest true wireless microbuds for hands-free calling for all day tune. So a caller or texter will get that prize by participating in the last hour of the program. Uh, let's get into a little bit of rugby league chat, and we have a segment, the boys' top three. So let's fire it up. And now on Breakfast with Vossie, the top three. Top three from Matthew Johns and from Cameron Smith. It can be an event, a player, a moment from the weekend, just something. Um, certainly won't be the street march, um, which was uh, or, or hitting horses or any of that. Oh, Cameron no. Smith, oh, your geez. top three from or, the weekend. Yep, top three, Vossi. Uh, just going to start off with the Melbourne Storm, 15 in a row. Uh, fantastic effort. Equals the club record, but this one's done differently. It's, it's done in the same season. So I was a part of the side that won 15 straight across 2012 and 13, I believe it was. Um, but this team here, I think it uh, it outdoes that team, uh, given it's it's in the uh, same season. So well done to the Melbourne Storm. Eels versus Raiders, boys. Mm. I thought it was mm. just a, a, a... I know the, the points were at a premium, but I just thought it was a, a, a great first half in particular. Nil all at halftime, no points. Last time that happened was round one, 2019. So uh, a great defensive. I thought the Raiders... Raiders yeah, they they turned up. They look like I don't know what you thought, boys, but I thought they look like the the Raiders of eighteen yes. and nineteen. Yes, um, Sticky's got something going there with the with the boys in the bubble. Um, and then the the last one for me um, on that Olympic theme, the women's four by one hundred uh, relay team smashed their own record and and took out gold for Australia. Yeah, yeah, hard hard to top that one. Maddie Johns, your top three from the weekend. Um, Cameron's. Written the rules there. doesn't have to be rugby league related. Yeah. I thought it, no. thought it did, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It goes off now. <laughs> the camera's spoken. It doesn't. So top three, top three anything, Matty. Might be I, something well, you ate over the weekend was good. Oh, no. no. Mate, uh, I had nothing healthy over the weekend. I'll give you the jump. Uh, I think uh, my... Uh, t- the, the reinvention of the smaller lock forward, which is we see in Josh Hodson, mm. Start mm. to I love that thing Ricky does where Starling comes off the bench and Hodson becomes yes. this running creative thirteen. I think there was a while there that the thirteen was nothing more than a you know a, another front row it was just a battering ram. But now we're starting to see it come back to being a creative position. Uh, I like that. I like the fact that uh, like David Fafita's display yesterday again. It was one of those games that he pulls out every now and then. Dave Fafita, where it's like basically watching the big kid play in the under nines, where he's just no one can handle him. Uh, he's that strong. And mate, the other one, uh, Latrell Mitchell, uh, he did a pass for Cameron Murray that was just, mm. it was magical. It was, And they, uh, when they get going South Sydney, I think they're the best team to, to watch entertainment-wise in the competition. That combination of uh, Latrell, Walker, Cook, uh, Reynolds, they, they just, uh, they, they terrorise the opposition right through the middle.
Yeah, it's it's sad that uh, Alex Johnson's sideline at the moment with that Hemi problem because he would have got more tries on the weekend. South Sydney, 11 tries to four against the Warriors. Uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie on 1170 SEN. Matthew Johns, Cameron Smith here to take your calls and texts. Uh, and we will do that after this break at 19 after eight. The boys will have their say on the Rugby League World Cup and plenty of listeners want to know what they think about the ban for Appy Coruscant. We'll get their opinion in just a moment. Uh, now, on 7, mate, you can watch the triathlon at the moment. Um, if you saw the start, I saw a replay. There was a boat in the way. So all the competitors were there. The boat's almost like a submarine going across, catching the faces of the athletes about to enter the water, the swim leg being the first leg. And the uh, bloke fired the gun, so they all jumped in the water with the boat right in front of them. So they had to restart it. So there was some drama. Um, Aussie Haley Lewis goes for gold in the skateboarding as one of the Olympic Games' newest sports continues to take Japan by storm. Been talking about skateboarding. Tokyo 2020, live, free and in HD on 7 and 7 Plus, the only place to see it all. Uh, for sports bet, sports bets, uh, bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment, conditions apply, gamble responsibly. The premiership market for the NRL after the weekend, Melbourne outright favourite at $2.50, Penrith at $3.50, South Sydney $6.50, Manly at $12, Parramatta 15 the Roosters 19, Canberra up to $41 after their third straight win. Write your ticket on everyone else. And just looking ahead to a huge round, Fox League have it exclusively Saturday night. We've started the countdown to Melbourne v Penrith and Melbourne on the sports bet market, $1.28 favourite. Penrith, $3.75 for the top of the table clash. You can get Penrith, $3.75 today. Courtesy of Sportsbet, bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly at 26 after 8. Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith, a host of questions coming in from our listeners. Um, and I and almost if I could combine a whole bunch of texts around the Rugby League World Cup. But at the crux of it, Maddie, your thoughts? Would you stand in the way of players who want to go over there? Um, Pommy Rabideau says, what's your thoughts? Australia and New Zealand pulling out of the Rugby League World Cup. Would you guys still want to go over and play if it was you? It's rumoured okay. the players will go to second-tier countries to play. Look, Vossi, this is, I'm a huge advocate of uh, International Rugby League. Some of my, fine, uh, my greatest memories in the sport are waking up, setting the alarm, getting up, watching 82, 86, the, the Kangaroo Tours, 90, 94... Like what the players would have to go through, quarantining when you get over there, quarantining when they get back. And on top of that, I mean, the UK, I think the other day, they're getting something like, on average, 40,000 positives every day. They're, they're basically throwing their hands in the air and said, you know, they've opened everything back up, that they just can't control it. I, I, when you ask a player on the surface, would you go to the World Cup? Nearly all of them say yes, but I reckon if you sat down and just explained to them what they'll have to go through after a year of lockdown here, have to go through again, and then even more so uh, if they if they come in contact with someone, which they almost certainly will over there who's got COVID, what they have to go through on top of that, I think that most players would, would balk at that. And I, I just think in this, in this situation, apart from the sporting... Um, uh, what do you say? Uh, I think there's, I think there's societal responsibilities okay. uh, more than sporting responsibilities. Well, here's one of our most decorated players ever for Australia in rugby oh, league, thanks, Cameron Fossey. Smith. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cameron, if it was you right now, 
and good chance if you were still playing, you'd be the Australian captain. Would mm. you be going to the World Cup? Oh, look, Fossey, uh, yeah, right now, and, and, and thinking back, you know, I've been very fortunate. I've played in three World Cups. So I've been lucky enough to be a part of those, and I've won a couple of them. So if, if I was still playing now and I was a part of that Australian side, I'd, I wouldn't go. I, I wouldn't go. No, given this, the situation, I think Matty explained it well. Like, you know, we get we get two or three cases here um, in in Australia somewhere in one of the states, and where we get a bit edgy, thirty thousand a day. The UK, it's they're contracting in the UK, so I I just don't know why you'd want to put yourself in in uh, in that situation, and I, and I can completely understand the disappointment on and on a lot of the players, given. You know, some of these guys are only just starting out their representative career. So, being a part of a World Cup, that's a huge opportunity, a huge opportunity in your in your career to represent um, your respective country, and and particularly, um, you know, in a in a kangaroos jersey or a kiwis jersey. But the risk is huge. The risk is huge, and and you, you talk about going over, and and there's all these different protocols and lockdowns. That that's a that has a huge impact on on you um, on your mental and and physical welfare. Mm. Um, then as an athlete, if, if you're to contract COVID, yes. like, I don't, I'm not too sure how much we know about it, but we do know that it does a fair bit of damage to your lungs. Well, yep. these are so, all... The, so the, if, if you it's are, far yeah, bigger if, than sport. It is far that's bigger right, than yeah. sport. And if, you, but, and if you are to contract it while you're over there, like when you come back, does that then put your entire career in jeopardy? Like they're the things you And you, you do have about, to really. do the quarantine when you come back. Maddie Johns and Cameron Smith taking your calls after the 8.30 news right here on 1170 SEN. Thank you, Celeste and Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns are here. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse Shopping Store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lower prices every single day. And in fact, you probably need the vitamin section uh, to get you through the next two weeks of sport, to be honest, or I don't know, well, the opposite. You need something to kick you along to be able to take it all in. I mean, the triathlon's already started. You'll still be watching the Olympics late into the night. Uh, combining it with just four weekends of football and the whole rest. And we're trying to cover it all right here. The boys have just had their say, and very honest, um, if they were in the position having to consider the Rugby League World Cup, so many texts on that issue. Um, I I will just go back to that now as we get into our last half hour. Mm. Can it be left to the individuals, though? Can Can it be left to each individual player over the course of the next couple of weeks get back to the league. Like Wayne Bennett said, there is no way he would stand in the way of any of his players going to the World Cup. And he was singling out Thomas Burgess, obviously, who has put off his wedding to, to, to represent England. Can you leave it to the players, boys? Cameron, is that... And you've been part of the RLPA. Can that be possible? The players have yeah, to well, say rather uh, than the clubs or the league? Well, I don't, I, I don't know because the, the league are the ones that fund it, don't they? They're the, mm. they're the ones that fund. They have the, to send the team over. That's right. They have yeah, to fly them over and all the rest. They they, they fund the tour. So unless they unless they say, yeah, boys, we're going to be a part of it, then I guess they'd be flying their own way over and trying to put together their own team. But the UK I, I don't, government I don't, said I don't they know. would pay. The UK government has it's been revealed would pay for the quarantine at this end, coming back mm. from the Rugby League World Cup, so the hotel and and foot the bill for all of that. So there's mm. a, a contribution from an outside source. Yeah, it is, and, and that's great of them to, to do that, and, and that's just showing you know, that they still want the event to go on. But I don't know. It's, it's, I guess it's a, it's a bit like your boss saying um, to an employee, listen, don't come in today. I'm not opening up the office. But the employee mm. wants to come in and work. Well, there's nowhere yeah. to work if the office isn't open. So, 
you know, the, the, the players are employees of the NRL and, and um, you know, the ARL do decide, you know, when when these players are going to play. And, and, you know, we've heard Peter Volandi say the decision wasn't made lightly. It, it wasn't just just too hard to go over and too hard to come back and so we, we'll call it off. Like, it, it was made in the best interests of all players and, and staff involved. Um, and as Maddie mentioned earlier, it wasn't just about you know, mm. not sending a team over. It was, it was about the bigger picture in the end. Yeah, well, Davo says, what if a player gets COVID at the World Cup? I'm sure the club bosses back here will be wrapped. That's I mean, right. Josh Reynolds yeah. most yes. recently had it, Matty, <laughs> and he said for four days, very bad. In fact, he woke up, he couldn't breathe. For four days he yeah. woke up, he felt like he was he was choking. He, so he was really knocked around for four days. And, and people then may say, well, there you go. He had it, you know, but no, it took him a little while to get over. So that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah, Will Chambers you know, has said to me, which I've said a few weeks ago here, he had uh, two teammates when he played rugby in mm. Japan who contracted it, and they'll never play again due to scarring That's on right. the lungs. And the easiest thing the world for Peter Volandis to do would would be to say, oh, I'll just leave it up to the players. Mm. But that leaves <laughs> players susceptible to pressure, um, you know, different elements. So I think that, you know, he's done the right thing. He's just said basically you know, one in, all in. Um we, we, we won't be sending aside in these current circumstances. All righty. Now, to Lachlan from Penrith on the text. 0457736736 here for Chemist Warehouse. Cameron Smith, Matty Johns fielding questions. Lockyer Penrith says, uh, boys, was just wondering your thoughts on the whole Appy situation. Was his punishment too light? And we do have a benchmark in, in Jai Arrows. And Jai Arrow got fined the same amount as Appy and then didn't play the last game where he could have earned 15000 whereas Appy gets the same fine but got to play the third game because it was unbeknown. So should the punishment be harder for Appy Coruscant, Cameron? Yeah, it's a difficult one because um, it's only come to light now once the series is over, whereas Jai's happened in the lead-up to Game 3 um, and it was uncovered in, in, in that camp. Um, so it's sort of... You know, you can't compare apples to apples in, in this instance because the series is over and, um, you know, we've only just found out the news about the indiscretion from Api Coruscant. So, um, you know, two weeks and, a, and a, it's quite a large sum of money. I think a lot of people have said maybe don't worry about finding them, suspend them for longer. Um, so I guess there's a balance there. Um, I, I can definitely see the reasonings for that. Um the fines but, are a big yeah. whack, aren't they? People say the fine, but man, that's a big whack to come out of your salary. Just bang, out of your account. It's not the club oh, who huge. pay it, it's the player. It's, you know, what, you got that yeah. money there? It's no, gone. it's huge. It's a, it, what was it, 35000 35000 well, a you lot. Know, that's, that's, well, it's a lot. You've got to earn However, to, pay, to pay thirty-five. so it's, it's a lot of, yeah. that's a lot of coin. However, he earned 15000 for the first two games and got to play the last one. So he's actually come out 10 the good, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, no, well, you know what I mean. That's what they're saying. That's yeah. what people are saying. That, 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 well, so see, I, you, you, know what, you know what the greatest punishment will be? Sorry, uh, Matt, to, to interrupt you there. The greatest punishment for, for Appy going forward is I don't, think I don't think you'll get a look in in the Blues team next year now, now that he's broken yeah. the trust of, mm. of Brad Fittler. And, and, and Brad has shown his hand in the past with Latrell Mitchell, where he's – come out and spoken about, you know, his attitude wasn't wasn't right to be in the, the Blues jumper and he sat out an, an entire series. So Appy yeah. might find himself in the same boat there. Yeah, I think well, I, when this broke, I think the first reaction 
Ivan Cleary, I, I reckon he might have thought, uh, he would have said to his coaching staff, we might lose him here for the rest of the year. Mm. Given how strong, you know, they start to indicate if any more players break protocol. But I, I understand that it was done, like wasn't done after the Jio. It was almost simul, simultaneous. Right. But yeah. still, still, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be the next player. Um, oh. If there's another player who breaks it, because Ooh. as we've said before, the competition <laughs> well, be is over. hanging by a thread. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, now, Maddie, let's get on to your walking potential career. Now that you've revealed to us <laughs> that you've revealed to your nearest and dearest Trish that yeah. walking takes your fancy at the Olympics. Jace of North <laughs> Parramatta has come up with the stats. Um, I'm not sure how fast Maddie can run, but the men's 20k walk Olympic record is just over one hour, 18 minutes, or an average of three minutes, 54 seconds per k walking. What? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, can, can I, you do You've it? got that can covered, Maddie, surely. Yeah. I, see, I didn't think it was a, a race as such. I thought it was a technique thing, like, <laughs> a little bit like a catwalk. So it was like, ah, oh, right, okay, so it is a race. Oh, I thought it was, yeah, okay. Because I, I got Trish on to, style. I know, I'd see, I got Trish to film me, and mm. and I looked and I went, wow. Yeah, okay. Well, Which I've explains all said... the wolf whistles I'm getting yeah. here from, nice. from tradies. The old spank shorts on, I would have thought too, Matty. That'd be right up your alley. The spank shorts for the walk, so to speak. Um, I've always said, I've always said the walk is a bit like a, a whispering contest. Who can whisper the loudest? Yeah. Um, so you can work that one out there, Cameron. He's a bit confused by that. Um, Craig on the text said, um, <laughs> makes an observation that when Appy Corusau's story came out, Ron Coote started to trend. That was an interesting. Uh, <laughs> so our listeners are very observant. Um, how, did, how, did, how did Ron Coot get tied up in the Happy Coruscant story? Um, uh, uh, and Paul from Narrabeen, just great stuff. Hi, boys. Happy ain't happy anymore. That is just wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. Some of these texts, I've just, I think Cameron just spotted one that's just coming. I can't even go there. <laughs> He got 10,000 in front, and uh, yeah, all right. Uh, it is 19 minutes to nine. We will just take a break. Uh, as I say, Brighton's lawyers on hold. They'll review some of the texts coming in, and uh, we'll come back with more in a moment, including Cameron Smith's referee of the round. Ooh. Hold your breath, folks. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.